Hello, how's it going guys and welcome back to the CFC Talk podcast. It's been long since we've discussed club football. I mean properly of course, Chelsea to Newcastle nil. Of course, another win an- another win away from home. Surprisingly, this is only our second win away from her- away from home in the Premier League after um a ter- terrible start to away forms. But yeah, Frank Lampard has got it right for once and finally we're on a streak um if you want to call it a goal streak, if you want to call it a clean sheet streak, if you want to call it a winning streak, everything. But before we get into the depths of all of that, um, I'm joined again by Amart as usual. And then Alex is back again. How are you doing, Alex? Three weeks off. Um, how good does it feel to be back? <laughs> it, it feels amazing. I've I missed it so much. It's, um, yeah, it feels like it's been longer, actually. It feels, yeah, but um, it's it feels so good to be talking about Chelsea again and to have the international break over and now we've got just constant Chelsea for pretty much six months now or five months so it's really exciting times for Chelsea and exciting times for the podcast so yeah really happy to be on again and I can't wait to really kick on. I think yeah um, if you talk about the constant games that we're coming up with I think the viewers don't realize what happens behind the scenes and I wish I could show you the schedule that we've got right now. And, and it's almost like we're recording and uploading on the same day, which is um, quite hard to do as a podcast and as a, as a team. But we have, yeah, I mean, hats off to everyone who, who does it. Um, uh, so yeah, but we'll leave that to the end of Mark. Welcome back again. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. A bit tired. It's been a <laughs> busy day. So, um, yeah, but... Glad to have um the whole gang back again. <laughs> <laughs> I think um we were speaking last time, Omar, and and you said you said something along the lines of you may not be able to make it, you may not be able to watch the game because you're traveling and all. Um, and and then it was it was kind of where you you were like, let me sit back on that podcast if you want, and then you and Alex can take over. But luckily, you had the opportunity to watch the match. Yeah, I did. I did, and I'm I'm glad I didn't miss it because it's it it was an interesting one. It was a very very interesting game. Lots to talk about. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, two um, 0 not the best of our performances, um, but yeah, it's 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 something. I mean, top of the table for three hours. Twitter went wild and just kept everyone just kept tweeting, "We're the champions! We're the champions!" And um, I think. This is where I'm going to say, watch my predictions again. Um, go back to my predictions and watch them again. And whoever laughed at me then, I think, was it Alex? Alex said, this is not happening. Or it was it was something like that, where you both kind of went like, hey, this is not happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mohammed spoke it into existence. He, he made it happen with his <laughs> ambitious prediction. And now we're, yeah, we're in it. We're absolutely in it for the title race. 100%. I mean, second place, who would have imagined that? One point behind Spurs, um, which is also quite surprising. I mean, no one would have said Spurs would be top uh, top of the table coming at um, almost at December at this point. Um, but yeah, hopefully um, that, that's the Mourinho magic, I would say. Um, but yeah, back to the Newcastle game. Great win again, um, Amar. How, how was our performance? Our performance overall wasn't too wasn't too bad it was okay uh, because i think we, we were in the first half we were a bit um concentrating on um maintaining possession and weren't taking enough chances but i think in the second half we we 
we stepped up our game a bit, especially with the way um, New, uh, Newcastle were piling on the pressure on our uh, our back four. So we, you know, I, I wasn't really, it wasn't really like an exciting game like our previous ones, but it was a good win because we all, we know St. James is a very difficult place to play at. Newcastle's home is a very difficult place to play at. So getting a win there is an achievement on its own. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with the win. I think St. James's Park hasn't treated us well. I think um, we discussed this last time. Was it 2014 when we won convincingly um, after that Hazard's hat-trick and then other than that, we've yeah. lost? Yeah. I think there was a stat going around somewhere where... I think it's one and uh, we've uh, won one in the last seven of St. James. We did win under Sari um, in 1819, but that was very late. I think Hazard scored a penalty late on, then Newcastle equalised late on, and then we we got the win with a lucky own goal. So it was it's really nice to um, yeah to to buck the trend, and that it really surprised me that we kind of it was a bit of a stroll, really. I think at one point before the game or. To the build-up of this game, I think Twitter just gave up. Like everyone on Twitter was like, "Yeah, this is where we lose. This is where we lose." And for some reason, no one had confidence in um, in in Chelsea today. And it's it could be yes either because we the, looking at our previous results. But um, I think f- someone mentioned on Twitter as well where he said, Let, "Let's see." Um, I'm I'm sh- he's he he was like. Um, Frank Lampard has has scored many goals at St James's Park, which I don't know whether that's true or not because I don't remember any remarkable performance from him, um, in there. But yeah, there was like if he can do it as a player, let's let him do it as a manager. But yeah, he's he's tr- truly done it tonight, and I would give myself a pat on the back because I've just got my fourth prediction of the season correct. So I think I'm I'm storming ahead. Gee. Um, <laughs> If you guys want to catch up, then I think you're going to have to uh, listen to my predictions. There's, there's plenty of games to, to, to for me to catch up on. Don't worry. I'll be there. I've had my break. I've, I've been able to reevaluate my strategy <laughs> on prediction predicting games. And now I'm back. And yeah, coming for coming for the fourth. Coming for, yeah. So I think university work was just an just in, um, excuse to work on your FP, FPL and then your uh, prediction skills, I would say. Mohammed's exposing me like that already. <laughs> I think I think if you if you're gonna expose me on my on on the delete uh, on the um, issues with the podcast, I think was it before I came back. <laughs> mm. I gotta Mohammed, come back. Yeah, Mohammed's holiday where he just spent <laughs> his time deleting all the podcasts that I was sending to. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hopefully not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now, as long as as long as I'm in it, I think it's it's gonna get uploaded. <laughs> um, he's, he's the star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you guys are as part of this as possible. I think, yeah. Um, as as I was saying to Alex, and I think Mark's gonna agree with me as well. I think when I was gone, you guys felt it the same way, and when Alex was gone as well, I think with two people, you just don't have that much content to talk about, wasn't it, Mark? Yeah, that's true. That's true. We always need a third person to to spice up it, <laughs> spice up the discussion a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, 
we're going back to the game. I think we just keep shifting off because this is kind of like we're, we're catching up to each other. Yeah, the we're just happy Alex is back, that's all. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be back to this. I missed it a lot, speaking uh, about Chelsea. Yeah. And it's so nice. It's weird to see how, like, I think before I left as well, we had a lot of the state of Chelsea was we were after we had a couple of nil nils and we weren't so sure about that, like where, where we're going to be this season. But the run of form that we've had in the past six games, six no past three four weeks is is crazy. And it was good to see him in Newcastle that it being continued in the Newcastle game. Where, like you say, it's. It's just a place that we never ever do well, and even if we do do well, it's because of a lucky, lucky own goal or something like that. But we were completely in control, although it, it really should have been more. And I think we'll get into why in a bit. But it, it really should have been four, five, or six. But no Thiago Silva, no Pulisic, convincing win. I think every Chelsea fan is really happy with that. Has to be really happy with that. Right before the game, I, I had access to our Twitter account and I was tweeting out some stuff and, and just trying to get the audience engagement. So if you're not following us on there, by the way, just just drop a follow. But yeah, um, there was a fact where Thiago Silva has, every time Thiago Silva has not been involved in the starting 11, we've lost a game, which was Tottenham and Liverpool. Um, so Amar, I think we spoke about this last time as well, where we said that clean sheets are very important for Chelsea, especially coming from last season where we conceded so many goals and tonight we've kept another clean sheet. So um, Edward Mendy, who's got seven clean sheets in the last nine games, is it? Yeah, nine games with only one goal conceded. So um, how, 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 is, how good is he for, the, for Chelsea again? I mean, he is. He's fantastic. I think some people are now calling him the, the towel guy. Because of his black towel, he has a black <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah, I think he he's been a even today he didn't really have that much to do. But I think his overall um confidence in in commanding his his area, I think that is what helps him a lot. I think he communicates with the um two centre backs too very very well. So I think apart from him just being there to um stop shots or um yeah yeah to save um shots he's also there to control that back line too so he helps do that yeah and i think i think at one point he was part of the back line yeah because i i remember he was coming out a lot i was i was i was a bit scared sometimes but i think he was coming out a lot to um kind of like um receive passes and then give it back to the center back i think i think his overall confidence is the thing I, I, it, it's 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 a factor that has really made um, um, that position more secure than it was at first, and I think with the um silver issue too, I think we missed silver too a bit today. Not in terms of um defensive ability, because I think um Rudiger and Zuma did um a very very good job at the back. But I think in terms of um 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 silver's long uh, passes forward, he he's very good at that, and he, he uses that usually he uses that to split. Open defenses he uses that to start attacks, but I think today um, Rudiger and Zuma really didn't really don't have that kind of skill or foresight as um, Silva. So we really started most of our attacks um, slowly from the back, 
But I think, yeah, we, we eventually got there. But I think that's why we missed over the most day. I think in defense, we were, were solid. And yeah, I think that's it. I think I'm going to come back to um, Alex on this and say, Alex, you've come back to the podcast. And tonight, Rudiger came back to the Chelsea team. But how good was he tonight? And and he did he played quite well. And and one thing that a lot of Chelsea fans mention when they're talking about Chelsea players is the mentality that they have. But would you say Rudiger has worked really hard and, and the way he's performed for Germany? I know they just lost six six nil to Spain, but he wasn't part of that defeat. Hope thankfully or else the Rudiger memes would have just it would have ended him again. Um Rudiger's determination to come back into the team and, and playing tonight, how um, important is he? And, and Tomori, I think there was, I, I don't I don't see what the excuse was of not having him today, even though not, he wasn't even part of the squad. Um, so how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, it's a tough one. Well, first we'll talk about Rudiger. So he has been playing well. I thought he was good today, but still there were some moments where just he does things that, Thiago Silva, you just can kind of tell that Thiago Silva wouldn't do. Like there were a couple of times where he would let the, um, I think it was Joe Linton, just let get, just let him kind of go past him, and I just don't see. Yeah, there were a couple of small things that I think against the better team you get exposed by. So I'm happy that he, he's um, when the rumors of him leaving towards the end of the summer, I think and. I do still want to see him leave next summer, but I, I'm happy that he's shown the mentality to come in and fight for a spot. Same with, um, it was a similar thing with Jorginho before where you kind of, but it's, yeah, this is like, with Rudiger it's different because he was our main centre-back for two years or three years really when he was when he was not injured. So yeah, it's, I do want to see him gone, but I he was good today, so I can't really, I can't criticize. I'm happy that he came in and we got a clean sheet. Really happy for him. And on the Tomori thing, yeah, it's uh, the way I see it. Tomori absolutely has to go on loan in January, and I'm annoyed that he didn't go on loan in the summer because, yeah, we bought, we bought us, we got Thiago Silva in, and we didn't get rid of anyone, which makes no sense to me. Um, also, there's one as Christensen as well because he's, yeah. He's not really playing, and I don't see when Thiago. Whenever Thiago Silva's gone, whether that be next summer or the summer after, we'll probably bring in some huge, big money uh, centre back. So I don't see Christensen having a future at Chelsea either. So between tomorrow and Christensen, they both got to get loans, I think, or or be sort. Nah, nah. I want tomorrow just alone because he he will be great. I think he's so young. But then Christensen, nah, he's. He was. He went. He made the bench today when Thiago Silva was out. So I think I was um, going to add on to that and say, Tamori, I would say, is is still on the right path, and you know he's still got time. So obviously, if if you're a Chelsea board member, you're you're going to look at that and say, let's try and keep someone who's got who's still got a future. Not saying that Christensen isn't good, but he's. I think he's just not good enough for top flight football um especially at a club at Chelsea um and with the options that we've already got with Rodiger Zuma um Thiago Silva and if Tamori does end up staying then four center backs I think that should do 
that should be enough for us. I think there's not a lot of games, not a lot of frequency coming up when January hits. It, the main part of the season would be this part, and this is where um, I'm every match day. I'm just thinking, please don't get injured today. We had a kind of a scare with um, Reese James, where he was kind of falling off at times because of I think he someone stepped on his um, foot or something. But yeah, I think he's 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 shown quite a lot of determination on that, and he's known to uh, brush off these type of injuries and, and just tackles. So um, Reese James is one of the ones that I don't really want injured. But yeah, I think adding on again, um, Silva, I don't see him missing any matches because the way he's been playing, unless he does get an injury, which I don't want at all. The only times I think he's missed a match is because A, he's either because of travel, um, because of international break or be when he signed immediately and, and Frank Lampard said he's not ready to fit into the side. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think the way Thiago Silva is playing, we might even have him at the age of 40 at this point. We might have Czech come back and then if, if Mendy, uh, something goes wrong, I don't want to jinx it, but Czech, um, Silva, and maybe even we see Lampard put on his boots at the end of the season. Yeah, There was the Krasnodar game where Thiago Silva, I think, was they chose to just not put him on the flight to Krasnodar when it was away. Um, I don't see him playing every three days, but... Yeah, I think... We with... do see him playing, yeah, in most of the big games, at least. Or most games. Yeah, because um, with him, it, it's... I think with Brazil and, and England, first of all, the time difference, and then you've got a very long flight. So, overall, it it, it will it, it does get painful for him, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he's used to doing that because... He used to play in France, but again, he's added another probably hour, two hours to his journey. So it's it's not very easy for him to handle all of that. But yeah, um, we, we, we were entertained by him um, from from his Instagram stories tonight. I think if, if anyone had a look, um, he, was, he was having some physiotherapy done um with Chelsea match match going in the background and he was just shouting as soon as that goal went in no foul no foul which <laughs> was quite nice to see um but yeah he's he's, he's a very important person in, in the area but tonight we we saw a disappointing performance I, I, okay I don't know whether disappointing is the right word to use but Amart Ziek not up to the standard that he usually what? is and um I think he was he himself wasn't happy with his performances you know when he was co- coming off he looked disappointed and he looked like I, I, he hasn't done enough tonight. So um, how did you feel about that? How do you think, does that affect him or he's just uh, he's just going to come back tomorrow to the training ground and beat everyone? Yeah, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't necessarily say it was disappointing, uh, a disappointing performance for him, but it wasn't his usual um, best. Uh, um, we, 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 we could clearly see that he was lost um, Sometimes in the games, I think um, Newcastle did a very good job of um, keeping him out of the game sometimes. But I think he had some really promising crosses that could have led to goals. But um, I think he in the in the first half he he whipped in a cross for um, Sammy Abraham that um, I think um, led to the Newcastle keeper was it Dallo um, saving it. So I think. He had he had some glimpses. He had some glimpses, some few glimpses here and there. But I think Newcastle, the Newcastle defenders just did a good job in keeping him out. And 
uh, I won't say, like I said, I won't say it's this worst, uh, uh, the, like a, it's a disappointing performance. It, it's normal for him. I think even Werner, apart from the assist that he, 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 um, he had and that brilliant run that he had, I think apart from that, he wasn't his best as well. They, same, same goes with Abraham too. He wasn't his best. But like they still came up with the, um, with the win. We still came up with a sort of clutch win. So I think that's the difference. That's the main difference between the Chelsea this season and the Chelsea last season. Probably the Chelsea last season would have lost this game or drawn this game or something. like. But this season, you can tell that the players, even though they are not at their very best, they still work hard to get the win. They still do their best to get the win. And like we said in the beginning, St. James Park is a, a very difficult place to go to and play with, especially for um, Chelsea. So, yeah, I think um, he just needs a little bit of rest. Um when he gets the rest, that probably our next game, everybody will be on top form again. Yeah, I think ZX one of those players um, who will make sure that the next time he's on the pitch, he's heard. Um, we're, we're, we're traveling to France. I don't know whether ZX going to travel. I'm guessing he would. Um, but yeah, um, Alex, you got anything on that? Yeah, it was... I didn't think he was bad. I thought he had some good moments. So, I, I mean, yes, he was quieter. He didn't get a couple of assists. He's kind of set the standard quite high over the past couple of weeks. I think that's what I meant to say. Um, I think I was wrong by saying he was disappointing. That's why I, had to correct, I tried to correct myself. But I just couldn't find the right words. There was one where uh, in the first half where he sent it across to Chilwell and Chilwell tried to kind of cross it to Tammy, but it massively overhit it. There were, he, he was still doing the things you want Ziyech to do. But I would say as well, when when there wasn't much opportunity to get in behind of Newcastle because they were sitting so deep, they were literally when, when even when they got the ball, they were just they were really not doing much with it, and they were just sitting back so much, so we couldn't really make any runs in behind for Ziyech. So yeah, the mm-hmm. I can understand why he was. It, it probably wasn't the best game for him, but you always stun because he's the best right winger we have right now. But yeah, I'm not worried. Maybe he needs some rest. Uh, I I would still start him against Ren. Actually, eh. Oh, that's tough. Uh, We've got Tottenham. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Now, we rest him against Ren. We rest him against Ren. We play Hudson Odoi instead. Um, and then have a fully ready uh, Ziak for the. I mean. I don't think I can describe how big the game is next weekend. We'll save it for another podcast, probably. <laughs> but but I, I can't tell you how... Um, I, I, I honestly cannot tell you how big this game is this weekend. It's, it's, it means, I think to most... I think all you guys and most Chelsea fans as well, it means, like, and considering the circumstances... Sorry to go off topic, but yeah, that game means, like, oh, a lot. <laughs> Huge amount. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. I honestly, to it's how never been like this before. Where, like in years, pro- probably decades, since when Chelsea were come, were fight, were in like a one-two or second, third battle with Tottenham, and yeah, that's um, and considering the form of both teams being so good right now, it's it's um, it's something. I I yeah, we'll talk about it in a, in a couple of days, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. I think 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, confirm this, but we've we'll, we're trying to get something organized for the Tottenham game. I know how special the Tottenham game gets, so we're trying to see if we can get someone on, if we can have a bit of a debate, a bit of a um, as I like to say, add a bit of fuel to the fire. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. On on the Zeke thing, yeah, I, I I'd I'd like to see him get a game's rest, but I I, I don't think it was bad. It was just the the tactics of the game the whole Newcastle sitting back too much didn't really help him didn't really help Ziyech that much but I'm not concerned I don't think I don't think we should be concerned yeah I think um, another one of those players would be Timo Werner Amart um, missed a I would say a sitter tonight um, but overall played well I think he, he did he did as he does every game but I think should should he have gotten the goal today Amart yeah I think I think I think today like I said, I think today wasn't his best day. I think um today he he rather displayed his work rate off the ball rather. Like I think it was very very hard working off the ball. When whenever we weren't in possession, he was one of those players that were that were hunt, uh, um like chasing down uh, the Newcastle um, players to get the possession back. So I think for that he did very very very, very well. But in the attack in like in the attacking wise. I think he made the wrong decision sometimes. There, were, there was a chance that um, I think um, Abraham laid it onto him and instead of him to just smash it into the um, the net, he, he decided to place it on the side of Dalo, but it ended up going wide. And I think that was just the the theme for his um, uh, his attacking abilities today. I think he he didn't really make the best decisions. There was one two that he made that he, he won the ball off a Newcastle defender and was one on one with um, the Newcastle keeper. And instead of him to just um, score it, he decided to pass, and it was a very, very weak pass to um, Abraham. So it, that chance ended up um, being squandered. And I think he really, you could see on his face that he, he. I think it was just after that that he he made the brilliant run. So, and and again, this is why we need world class players in the team because they are they are. They have those kind of they have that kind of uh, mentality whereby they don't really give up like a bad pass a bad performance will not really let them bring them down they know what they are capable of so right after making that mistake instead of scoring he he, he came up with that brilliant run and then said um, and and this time the pass that he gave to abraham was a beautiful pass and abraham started at home for the second goal so i think um he he redeemed himself by doing that because if he didn't do that, probably he would be one of the worst performance worst performance for today. But he did that, and I think he redeemed himself a bit. But like you said, overall it wasn't really um, a good day at the office. Yeah, I think um, overall Werner is is I would say he had an incredible start in the Premier League. Uh, one of his stats was I think eight goals or. Is, was it eight contributions in nine games? Don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, so overall played really well. I would say not as good as his performances. He should have scored a goal, like Amar said. I think I'm just repeating Amar at this point. But um, accompanying Werner up top was Tammy Abraham. And, and many people during the start of the season wrote, it, wrote him off and said, hey, he won't get much game time. We've got someone like Werner coming in. Um, and luckily or unluckily for Tammy, 
due to some injuries, Werner's had to play on the left-hand side, and, and that's just given Tammy a bit of a boost and, and a lot of starts this Premier League. But we saw what he can do last season. But Alex, um, he's very important for the team. Does he give Timo Werner the competition in, in let's say, Pulisic was to return next week or against Ren? Do we see Werner starting or do we see Tammy Abraham starting? I think we see Tammy Abraham starting, yeah. Um, if we hadn't, I'll say if we, it's harsh, but if we hadn't have won today for some reason, if say Newcastle got some goals at the end, then I would have been quite annoyed, quite yeah, quite furious really with Timo Werner because some of his decision-making today, not, not, there, there was more than one. I'll, I can pretty much remember three or four chances that, he could have either scored or uh, put or sweated it essentially to Tammy, and he didn't. But so from that point, yeah, I was really annoyed with Vienna until until he did produce that amazing assist. So I I can't really I don't want to spend time slandering uh, Werner anymore because it was a really good assist. So uh, I'm happy with I'm I was happy with his uh, I mean to get the assist that that second goal was crucial. To just give to give us the calmness. So, I the importance of the goal. I can forgive him, and I'll forget about it probably after tomorrow. But yeah, his, uh, <laughs> yeah, forget about his. But yeah, his decision making was very was was pretty poor today. But then again, I can't remember how much he's played in the international break. But he definitely did play some games for Germany. So, and it's just coming back. So maybe it's just a bit. I mean, and he's been playing so much for club and country. I can excuse him being a bit tired or just a bit, or not a bit, eh, not the fastest in the head in that. Or maybe it's just, yeah, making the wrong decision sometimes. But yeah, against Ren, um, I would still go with him, I think, because Pulisic isn't, I'm not sure if, uh, I'm pretty doubtful that Pulisic is going to be back. So, yeah, I mean, I, I meant it in a hypothetical yeah, situation. Yeah. but Yeah, so if, if Pulisic is back, then yes, uh, you swap up. Pulisic absolutely has to play, and the take out right now. Tammy Abraham is on fire, really. Well, not on fire, but he's he's playing really, really well. Uh, he's linking the play up really well. He's not just getting goals. He's he's really he's creating chances for his teammates. He's linking up the play really well. Uh, it's he's done really well for club. Sorry, Tammy's done really well, not just scoring goals. So he's yeah, he's got a start right now. Ahead of Werner, I think, but most of the time it's just uh, they play so well together. That and even when Werner wasn't, I mean, he made bad decisions, but the other parts of his play just being a constant problem for the Newcastle defense, it was a joy to watch. So I, I, I love him as a player, and he's I love his pace. So yeah, maybe he just needs a little bit of a rest. I think maybe a game where once um maybe Ziyech does start against Wren, but and then maybe put Hudson Odoi at left wing instead. I would do that against Ren, and then so that Werner's tip top ready for for Tottenham. Yeah, because we need all our we need all, everyone every one of our start <laughs> We need everyone available for that game. Everyone. Yeah, exactly. Now, I want I want to add a bit on the on the um, Werner Abraham uh, discussion. I think this this is what. For me, I don't know what I guys remember, but in the beginning of the season, I think this is what I was hoping will happen. But I think I was uh, I was rather um, talking on the lines of like a four four two formation with the two of them up front. But I think this is even better because it's it's 
they work so well together. They work so very, very well together. You can see neither of them are really too selfish. Neither of them are really too um, focused on scoring on their own. If they see the opportunity to score, they will. If they see the opportunity to pass, they will. And I think it works very, very well. It, it's just that when Pulisic comes in, um, that's when we might lose this uh, dy- dynamic. But so far, it's been it's been good. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, um, I would say Tammy Abraham again is doing better at the moment. And as hard as it is for Werner to hear this, but yeah, honestly, I would start at Abraham as well. But that's that's a debate for the Chelsea Ren um, review. But I think that's that's all from the Newcastle game. Anything else you guys want to add on? Um, not really. I, I got one thing I actually say is the midfield in general was amazing. Like. I gotta say, Angola Kante was the man. I think yeah. for most people, he was the man of the match. Uh, I'd I'd like to, yeah. Most of the time, I don't give a man of the matches based off sympathy votes or like how, well, not sympathy votes, but my favorite players. But I gotta say, Kante was. Beautiful. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, Kante was beautiful today. Mount was really good. Was um really good as well. I don't say that much. Often I'm quite harsh on him, but. Really, really like Mount's performance and Kovacic too. Kovacic was also very good at number eight. I think, um, yeah, I think it's the usual. Sorry, Amar, just to interrupt there. I think the usual that we do is the man of the match and the team rating, which I just totally forgot about tonight because we haven't had a match in so long. But, um, sorry, but uh, Amar, continue with what you're saying. Yeah, I was about to say that, um, Kante was just, um, fantastic. Like, he was, he was, uh, for somebody who was. He he really isn't a fast player, but you could you could see that he was keeping um, Saint Maxim out of the game a lot. Um, you see Saint Maxim charging down the the middle, and Kante just wins the ball off him. It was very very nice to see. You could I don't know it's 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 we are seeing Kante Kante at his best again, and he was fantastic for France too as well. So um, I think Kante was very very good, and and I I think I made a note here to. Um, regarding Mount's corner, I think we have to give some praise to the guy because so far his corners have been really, really, really good. <laughs> I don't know whether it's just me, but coming from I don't want to slander William, but coming from William's like hit and miss corners to a more um, reliable um, uh, corner, uh, somebody who somebody who takes corners um, properly. I think um, we we need we need to give <laughs> properly. Probably the way, yeah, probably, yeah, probably, probably, probably using properly, properly isn't the right thing to do. But yeah, maybe probably properly isn't the right way to to use because it's it's like um um being ungrateful to those uh, William Connors that have actually gone in and led to goals. But I think out of I'll put it this way: give William ten Connors. He score. He he he'll give like yeah. seven good ones, but give or six six or seven good ones, but give Mount ten corners. You give like nine, eight, sometimes even all the ten. And the first goal came from a corner like that, like a short uh, a short corner. And he and the brilliance of him coming on, um, uh, coming on side to win the ball and then give that cross in that let the own goal was very very fantastic because he was in an offside position. And he had to move in to an onside position to win the ball and then um, give a beautiful cross for that. But I really wish it was Chilwell's goal because I have Chilwell with my FPL. So when I saw the own goal, I was really, really, <laughs> I 
I was really, really disappointed. Yeah. But but yeah, I can I can see the TikTok already of that of um comparing Mount's uh, uh corners to the William corner in the in the um America friendly. I can see it already. I can... <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, if you if if I forget to remind you, this is your um, this is a reminder to please edit this as a TikTok. This is, I think um, we were joking on the server the other day, and we were talking how it it's um, usually Alex's voice which we edit for TikToks, and then um, Amart just jumped in, and as a joke, he just said, uh, "Is it because he's got a presentable voice or something?" So Amart, this is your this is your starting moment now. Yeah. <laughs> Williams taken Williams corners taken property. <laughs> Mount did well with that corner. I think it was a short um corner. It was taken uh and then he did very well because he was in the he was in an offside position when he took the corner and he did very well to come on site when the bot received the pass and then give him that cross. So I think um we need to acknowledge the fact that we've got good set piece takers on corners, on penalties, in free kicks, like we, we, we just have the full the full set. Yeah, I agree. It's we have such a range. We have left we can do left foot free kicks, right foot free kicks, corners left foot, right foot. It's and that's just mountain uh yeah, there's also Jane Reese who can take them too. It's we are so spoiled on free kicks and corners. We are absolutely yeah. yeah. Yeah, we yeah. We just need, and even on penalties, on penalties, we are debating whether um, Jorginho should take yeah. Werner to take. Yeah, such good ones now, <laughs> and Havertz too. Havertz could arguably take yeah. them too. So it's, yeah. I think yeah. Overall, we've got a lot of options in every areas. Uh, quite a lot of squad depth. Um, just to end the preview. Um, well, who who's your what's uh what would you say our performance was like? Radar performance out of ten. Um, Amart, you want to go first? Yeah. Um. We won, so it would be very difficult to give them something below eight. But I don't know. I'm 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 thinking of seven a seven point five performance. Or and let them let me give them an eight because we we still kept a clean sheet. Um, considering the fact that they were on us for for a little bit in the second half, and we didn't we still didn't concede. So I think I'll give them an eight. Which yeah, okay. I agree. I think eight is a fair one. Clean sheets, good performance, in control the whole time. But some it could have been it really could have been four, five, or six, if we were a bit more clinical. But yeah, still kept the clean sheet. So yeah, eight is a I think eight's my score as well. Yeah, I was about to say I was even more frustrated that Venna didn't get more goals because he's my captain <laughs> in my fantasy league. I think we'll, we'll get uh, to that. I'd, yeah, <laughs> I'd captain Ziyech and yeah. <laughs> But here's the thing. I thought I had uh, I thought I had some inspired some dark some really some weird magic some dark magic on um, Mendy because last week I transferred in for the first time a Chel a Chelsea player into my team. I put Mendy in last week and then he conceded. I was like, oh my god, what 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 have I put on him? What have I put on on Mendy? But no, I, I stuck with him. I put Chilwell into the team and I put Ziek into the team. And well, Ziek, I captained him. He got six points, I think, because he kept the clean sheet but didn't do anything else. And then Chilwell got clean sheet. Mendy got clean sheet. So kept kept Mendy in for this week and he's back to clean sheets. So 
it's all cleared. Now I can now I can keep him. I don't have to transfer him out. I think it covers up for <laughs> last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly felt responsible for Sheffield United scoring simply because I'd put Mendy in my fantasy <laughs> team for the first time. Yeah. And we, every time we can see the goal, we just remember it's because of Alex. <laughs> he's got he's yeah. got Mendy. I was, dude. I have to say, I was sweating when some some chat some of the time in the first half. There were a couple of ones where Newcastle they didn't really get the shot on, but they were in dangerous yeah. areas. I was like, oh no, this is my fault. I haven't taken Mendy out. <laughs> oh, what have I done? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, going back to my rating, um, I think I said. Eight as well, I think overall, yeah, same points as you guys. I'm not going to repeat you um, what you guys said, but yeah, overall, great performance. Um, three points, second in the table, and as we end the Premier League um, review, we go into next week knowing that we're playing um, Tottenham Hotspur as we were second, and we're recording this on a Saturday night, so... As we're recording this, some some live matches for you as Man United lead against West Brom um, in the 75th minute after a very, um, very I would say, controversial VAR. I don't know if you guys are following it at the same time. Um, again, that's all from the Premier League. Tottenham next week, as Alex said, we need all guns blazing. Um, we need to have the best team. And we need to fire at them every way possible. We need to get that win. It's first versus top, second. It's it's Mourinho versus Chelsea. It's Mourinho versus Lampard. It, it, any rivalry you can have, I'll take it. I want a good win. Um, but that will be yeah. interesting. Just before we end the episode, Rene versus Chelsea to um, Champions League Tuesday night. Again, Mendy meets. His teammates, I think last time when I was uploading the episode, I, I messed up the title or somewhere. Um, and Amart had to correct me on that, but hopefully this time it doesn't happen. Um, another win, guys? Who's, who's feeling confident? Um, who's, who's, who's ready to for, for another three points in the Champions League? Man, we are, we are on a streak, so we, we might as well continue <laughs> the streak. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, I'm still being cautious because... Last time we only really got the result because Ren Ren got the, the referee made some. Uh, what, I can't remember if it was that Krasnodar game. No, it, was it was It was. It was the Ren game. Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was so harsh. Game, on yeah, it's right. Not yeah. It was just a bit harsh on the Ren player, and they got sending off on a penalty. So, and other than, but other than that, yeah, it was a close-ish game. So, I'm hoping we get the win. I do think we can get the win. We'll. I don't know if Havertz will be back. I hope he is back. Uh, he's been doing individual training, so maybe he can start group training tomorrow and then hopefully she'll be involved. Yeah, as well as that, I'm ho- ex- hoping Hudson Doy starts, give Werner a rest. And yeah, also, uh, we didn't really talk about it. I thought, I don't know if it's worth mentioning, but Hudson Doy looked quite sharp, I thought, when he came on. He looked like his self when he was playing in England under 21, where he was just trying to take all these players on and doing it. He looks really confident. So I would, I'd start Hudson Adoy in that one. But yeah, um, we got to win against Wren. We have to continue this momentum and I do believe we can do it. We've got the players to do it. So yeah, confident I am. But cautious, confident and cautious, if that's possible. <laughs> I think 
Um, it, it was very interesting. And before I hear your thoughts, Amar, sorry for the interruption, but I think um, we are the only team. No, actually, we, um, including so Chelsea and Liverpool, are the only two teams who haven't conceded a single goal this season. So a lot of the fans were discussing um, whether they'd be happy with a clean sheet or would they be happy with a draw. So do you, do you want Chelsea to win but um, not have a clean sheet or do you want Chelsea to draw but have another clean sheet, meaning we go um, unconceded in the Champions League of March? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just want us to win. Uh, I think I think the clean sheet um, comes um, second in terms of winning because we are in the we are, we have the same points with um, Sevilla, and they they are going to Russia to play against Krasnodar, which is um, with no uh, uh, no respect um, without disrespecting uh, Krasnodar. I think Sevilla can win that game. Because they were they they had two players sent off and they still beat. Um, was it two players or one player? I think they had a red card or so in their previous game, and they still beat um, Krasnodar. So I think it's it's a winnable game for them. So we need to ensure the win. Whether we, it would be it would be very, it would be good to come up come out of this group without conceding a goal, which would be fantastic. But. I think the win comes first. We have to win. We have to win and secure the three points first. Wh- whichever way we do it, we have to win. Yeah, I think um, both the team, Frank Lampard and the fans, everyone's confident that we're going to win. Um, of course, I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of the Rene fixtures, and I think they were playing tonight as they... Um, I think, did they lose their game tonight? And as of tonight, I mean Saturday night, but yeah, so they did lose their game against um, Bordeaux tonight. So that's a maybe a plus point. They're coming off an, a loss. Um, they're sitting fifth in the table, but not far away from first um, again. But that's going to be PSG anyway. Um, they haven't really, they haven't really been that good. Um, they haven't had a good run, Rene. I think out of their five, their last five games, they've won once and they've lost four games and they've lost three games in a row leading up to the uh, game with them so it's, it's on paper it's supposed to be a winnable game so let's i think on paper a lot of things are possible and um uh, i would love to say on paper we've won the premier league already um <laughs> but i think in my mind i think in my mind i've already seen chelsea um lift the premier league and and if not, then then you can find me on on FIFA, on the twelfth of May, lifting the cup with Chelsea. One way or another. <laughs> well, Mohammed said it, so it's going to happen. That's how that's how his predictions work. That's how his predictions work. He says it, and they happen. So yeah, um, it's going to happen. Then. Again, uh, let's 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 look into the Rene game as well. So yeah, um, I think goalkeeper. Everyone's going to go with Mendy. No debate there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a time to. There's no. It's not a time to give Cavallero a chance. Yeah. Mendy goes. Mendy. Mendy. <laughs> yeah. Mendy yeah, starts. Of course, Mendy starts. But then one thing that we I might want to mention before we go ahead and decide the defenders, midfielders, and, and the rest of the players is that between the um, Rene game and the Tottenham game, there is quite a big gap. 
um, a gap meaning more than what we we usually get, but not enough for the players anyways. So I don't think there will be a lot of restrictions on I need to rest this player or not. So let's let's try and do it in that way. So yeah, defenders. Um, who have we got? I think we're gonna go with. Let's let's start with the right back. Do we go with Reese James or do we see Aspilicueta starting? Yeah, for me, I I prefer if Aspi started because he hasn't he hasn't really played that that much um for Chelsea. So I think this is a good opportunity for him to get like ninety minutes under under his wing. I agree. Uh, it's Reese did have a bit of a knock in the game. He did take it, but yeah, I would uh I'd start Aspi in this. He's still he's more than good enough to be playing. Uh, Frequently for Chelsea, so yeah, he's got a he's got to start, and then for the other three, I think they will pick themselves. Really, we can't have Emerson or Alonso playing left back in Champions League, so it has to be Joel. We can't. I mean, Rüdiger was was semi decent, but I think against Rennes, he'll get tested more. So hence Thiago Silva, and then Kudzuma's our best. I'd yeah. Oh, other than Thiago Silva, Kudzuma's the best defender. So. The rest of the the whole back line of the Nasby picks itself, I think. Yeah, I think um, yeah, my lineup for the back four would be Aspi on the right, um, and then Thiago Silva gets a start. Maybe we see Tomori, but I don't think that's going to happen. So maybe back to Zuma we go, um, which is not a bad thing at all. Um, and then we can go with. On the left, I'll go, I'll go with Chilwell again, but I think, yeah, Chilwell on the left. Um, and then midfield, who have you guys got? This is tough. It all it kind of depends on if uh, if Havertz is back. I'm going to assume he doesn't because yeah, maybe I think we may kind of try and save him for Spurs. So yeah, it's going to be the same midfield. It's going to be Kante, Kovacic, Mount. It worked well today, and it should work well against Ren. It was all three of them played fantastically, and Kante was man of the match. So, yeah, I play exactly the same midfield. And are you going with the same one? I think for me, I'll I'll prefer that, but I don't think Lampard will go. I think Lampard will um use Jorginho instead of Kante, but Mount and Kovacic will definitely play. But I think instead of Kante, Kante might be rested also for um the Spurs game. So we might see Jorginho in there instead of Kante. That's, that's, that's interesting, but yeah. Um, so I would go with. Ooh, uh, let's, yeah, this is tough. This is tough. When it comes up, when it comes to you, then you're like, okay, wait, give me a second. Um, I think I will go with. Um, can I skip this question? Because I can't decide. Ooh. Kante's got to start because he's been man of the match. So I, I would say Kante gets a place. I'm going to. Okay. So you both assumed Havertz is not playing. Um, I'm going to assume Havertz is going to come back because Rene's game would basically be the game where he just regains back his fitness. So maybe we see him for 60 minutes or so um, just to get him ready for that 90 minutes against Tottenham. So I'm going to say Havertz, Kante and Mount. Um, but that's only me assuming that Havertz is going to be back and Lampard's going to be confident to play him up. Um, and then for the, for the attackers, I'm going to go with um, let, let's let's try and give Hudson Odoi a start. We haven't seen much of him, um, only from the bench. So maybe give him a start, and then we can have Tammy Abraham and um, 
Ziek up top, and then Werner can sit this one out because we want to make sure he's ready for Tottenham. And he scored the last time we played against Tottenham. Played against Tottenham, so I'd love to see him score another goal against Tottenham again. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I think he just loves scoring against Tottenham. He's played, he's met he's met them twice. He's, he's scored against them twice, so um, he should be rested. Yeah, Abraham, Abraham should start, and then um, I don't know. I don't know about Ziyech. Probably, probably Ziyech might be rested or something. But I feel like um, Abraham would definitely start, and Callum will also start. And but for me, for me, for me, I'll go with um, Abraham. Callum and uh, Ziyech. Callum on the left. So, so the same one as mine. Yeah, I would also yeah, agree. Um, I think Ziyech is, he should be fine. He should always be starting in the Champions League. And then, um, yeah, take Werner out for as a rest. Make sure he's all good for Spurs. And Tammy has to play because he's our most informed. But, well, he's probably as, in, I think in the stats point, he's probably as informed as uh, Werner. But three goals in his last three games. He's playing really well. It's got to start. I think Champions League is ZX Forte, so um, I'd it leave, is. That's to, I'd leave him to do his thing. Exactly, it is his forte. He's, it's like he's made for it. I think I like he's he just comes the way that what he offers to the team for some reason. Maybe it's just the style of football in the Champions League. It just kind of it suits him so well, and what he does and the unique. The, the things that he can do from with his left foot just help us so much, especially in the Champions League. So yeah, absolutely, he's got to he's got to play. Yeah, and I think that sums up the um, Rene game. Anything you guys want to add on to that one? Just get the win, no injuries. Uh-huh. That's all. So we can. Uh... Yeah, no injuries. Definitely no injuries, man. Um, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Don't want to go into Tottenham with not a full squad. Um, I think it's going to be the case where if we do end up getting injuries, or if we do have one or two injuries where we don't have players unavailable for Tottenham, we're going to blame it on those injuries. And if we lose to Tottenham, and this is all just speculation, don't come at me. Um, I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't happen. <laughs> but this is just in an alternate universe where Spurs fans... Um, are celebrating because they've won their twentieth title in the last twenty years. Alternate universe doesn't exist. Um, so I would say, if if we do see an injury, we might blame it on that. And if we don't see an injury, um, we might find excuses. But technically, we can't really find excuses. I mean, we've had a great run of form. One loss in in the last was it eleven matches we haven't lost. Um, isn't bad. But yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Tottenham game coming soon. Um, there's a lot to talk about that one, and I'm sure that episode will be um, hot and blazing. I think if if we, I think we're gonna have to somehow make sure we don't exceed the two hour mark, if if that's even a thing. Um, but that sums up for both the Newcastle and Rene game again. Newcastle um, nil, Chelsea two, three points. Second on the table as things stand as of Saturday night. Um, Rene versus Chelsea on Tuesday. So that would be tomorrow when you guys are listening to that. Uh, make sure to tune in on our social media pages for the pre-match and post-match um, posts as well as the 
um, tweets and all, everything that goes around, the hype and everything. Make sure to follow our socials at the CSC Talk Pod on Instagram, Twi- TikTok, Twitter, your preferred platform. We're on there. You tell us a platform, we're there. Um, we're working on a few things behind the scenes that will be coming soon as well. And as, as well as that, I'll have to tell you guys about the website. I haven't really talked about it a lot on here because I've wanted to see how it grows without any publicity. Um, and we've got a website. If you haven't noticed, link will be in the description. If you want to head over there before a match, read the pre-matches. You want to read the build-up to matches. And then after matches, we do all of those reviews, press conference, and then player reviews. Um, we've got a very hard-working um, writers team working around the clock to give you content on a daily basis and we're looking to add more people to that team as many as we can at the moment um, so make sure to sign up the link will be in the description as well make sure to subscribe if you're listening to this on youtube if you're listening to this on either of the audio platforms add it to your playlist it really does tell tell the audio platform to try and promote our web uh, our podcast as much as possible and put us on recommendations list um but as as always thank you alex and amar great to have you back alex of course i'm hoping this episode doesn't get deleted um <laughs> but yeah it was it was, it was I I think... <laughs> yeah. um yeah great to have everyone on i think amar's just accidentally disconnected uh but he should be back any second now oh he's back well, I'm here. Um, I'm here. He's back. Okay, so thank you guys. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. Uh, hopefully in a good mood and ready to slander Tottenham and and hopefully a Tottenham fan. Big things in the next podcast. I think I cannot. I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even if, if guest or no guest, this game, this this previews for the. It's next. Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, it's Tottenham, and it's like, oh man. There's not been a bigger game than this against Tottenham since. Well, there there was the one against in Wembley in the first time that they were playing in Wembley as their home stadium. There was the there's been ones in oh, I think the ones in the sixteen seventeen where Dali Ali decided to score a header like three times against us in that season, and then before that, us stopping them winning the league is yeah, the battle of the bridge. Yeah, I mean it's still early days, but yeah. It's, I mean that's my that's my favorite that uh, game we've played against Tottenham yeah. ever, ever easily. Absolutely, easily. same. It's probably one of my favorite football games ever I've ever seen as well. <laughs> I mean, I celebrated that that Hazard's goal as if we had won the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did too. It was just it was too beautiful. I mean yeah. the 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 shaky come and everything, man. It was just it was amazing. Yeah, sadly the fans won't be there to witness it happen and and um all of that but yeah uh that that podcast is going to be wild and and as a as a host and as a um football based podcast you wait for those kind of games you you wait for big games Tottenham Arsenal uh Man United Man City but yeah i think that sums up tonight thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you next time <laughs> Oh,